Welcome to the Torment of Tantalus on Wormhole Extremists. I'm with Evie. That would be me. And Nicole. Hello. And I'm David Reed. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We have arrived at what proved to be my first favorite episode of uh, SG1. Paul yeah, McGillian, everyone. Reason. Yeah, Carson yes, Beckett. Paul McGillian with a Canadian accent. Absolutely. This is a magical it's- start. It really, it really is. I actually really like that they've like gone back in time. The manual dialing is also one of my favorite yep. parts of Stargate. Like every time it's like, "Hey guys, we have to manually dial." I'm like, "Oh, oh it's getting serious because uh, <laughs> it's slower. It's like you know, it's against the clock. It, it always feels very yeah." Of- I love how it's just gone from color to like archival, exactly. like black and white footage. That's so cool. I think this whole episode is just filmed so beautifully. Um, and I, I hope those who... minor gripes that I will mention later. Oh, okay. I was going to say, for those who aren't aware, the title refers to the Greek myth of Tantalus, who could never reach what he kept grasping for, um, which is actually the origin of the word tantalize. Um, mm. So, um, obviously, um, yeah, Daniel doesn't... Jackson is tantalized by the meaning of life stuff that he can't quite reach. And Doesn't Ernest mention Ernest. the story as well? He does. He does. Briefly. Yeah. But I forgot tantalize is, is the origin of uh, yeah, it is. Because in the myth, Tantalus is inflicted uh, with uh, intolerable hunger and thirst as punishment for his sins. I'm sorry, but the Pentagon's lost entire countries. That's great. It's <laughs> it really is. It really is. I, I like when they rip into themselves and like, you know, this is a this is a show that's fully endorsed by um, the Air Force and all that. And I think it's really yeah. funny when they make the occasional little joke. It's like, yeah, I'm glad that everyone has a good sense of humor. It just seems a little unreasonable to me that, oh, by the way, here's a video that they never looked at, considering the yeah. nature of, the, of it's Area a big 52, deal. As, it, as it's known later. So Okay, my gripe is coming up, which is the... Okay. He's going to walk through, right, with the cables attached. And yeah, then that, was a rule that, that was a rule that was added later. Yeah. So I actually need to add that to the retcons, because there's a handful of them in the show, and that is definitely one of them. Other than that, this episode, I think, is, like, perfect. Because you're correct. It's established in, in uh, Atlantis in 38 minutes that Things an object go one will piece. not go, proceed until... Yeah. Ooh. <gasps> oh, no. Yep. I remember when I watched this as a kid, I was like, what? And also the cable that uh, Teal shoots through the, uh, through the gate in 100 days. Yeah, that really bothered oh, me, too. But I just, you know, pretend right. like, it's fine. But, uh, you know, yeah. We they, put these things aside. They're just plot yeah, devices. Yeah. Uh, I actually hadn't seen, so as I told you, I've, I've seen Stargate in a stupid order where it's like just all over the gaff. I hadn't seen the original <laughs> film or Children of the Gods when I saw mm. this episode. So when like they're introducing Catherine and the old stuff, I was like, am I missing something? Is right. there something I should know? You are missing something, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I wasn't sure what I was missing. And I thought maybe I needed to like fully experience, like obviously I should fully experience the movie in the first episode before seeing yeah. this. However... Um, at this time, I genuinely thought there was like a previous whole storyline of that that I just missed. Because I yep. was like, why would they just, you know, because I didn't understand TV when I was a kid fully. So I didn't mm. appreciate the way that <laughs> was, was built. That's how um, I first got yeah. introduced to the Tolan and the Ashen. I saw the second episodes oh. for, because there I, I began to get a, a gap uh, between the syndication and the uh, the Showtime run. Right. So I wasn't okay. able to see every, it wasn't must-see television for me. It was, yeah, it, yeah. I, I would try to hit it and I would try to tape it on, on my videotape. And if something got wrong, that was wrong, then, you know, I, I would miss it and it was okay. So, I mean, previously on Stargate SU, I'm really helps. 
Elizabeth Hoffman, everyone. Yes. And the she is still Elizabeth with Hoffman. us. She's 95 years old, guys. Yep. That's My goodness. Impressive. That is impressive. She's conquering COVID well. Oh, she's been staying away from it. I was going to say, yeah. I'd say she's I, probably I went, just left down. I went and saw her um, last year, and I can I can mention that briefly after this. Wow. So. She's just I such a questions. lovely older woman. <laughs> yeah. I actually remember her from Dante's Peak. Yep. She was like one of the first things I saw, which yep. would have come out around the same time. It was Correct. like 1997. So. Yeah, I saw her in that first. Yeah. So it was 1996. Because like I went yes. on... on on a date with a little lass in that epi- uh, for that Aww. movie. Oh, bless you! So, yeah. How did that go? <laughs> it was awkward, but oh, we had we was. had a great time. We had a great time. You would have been a young fella. I was I was thirteen. I was twelve. Ooh. I was going to be thirteen. Wow. Yeah. I'm sad. We only see Catherine like once more. Yep. I know. They were going to bring her back in Mobius, and she declined, and so they killed her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always wondered if they'd killed her because she died in real life and they thought it was a no, good, like, that's what I thought until I was researching this episode and I was just like, holy cow, she's still alive. That's awesome. Oh, she's got resentment for, for not being kept in the loop. And you would. It was her you Stargate totally for crying out loud. Yeah. She was there from the very beginning. Mm. These two have such a lovely chemistry, like mm-hmm. the fact that they're not the original actors and they mm-hmm. and they have such a fantastic little bond from just the get go is yeah, great. Mm-hmm. She always considered you like a son. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if this is a good time to bring up that um, Catherine's age is a little bit off. Because um, at some point she claimed yes. she was 21 in 1945. Yes. Um, however, she was at least 10, I think, when the gate was discovered in Egypt in 28. Yeah, the math so That never would make works. her about 27, yeah, yeah, in 1945 or older. So, but, you yeah, know, we put that aside. It's hard to um to keep track of all those those things. I've seen so many shows I love have little mistakes like that, and it's like, oh, mm. And obviously, she's mm-hmm. lost her Swedish accent from the film as well. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She chose not to 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 move forward with Vivica's uh, accent, which, I mean, okay, but I'm like, come on, <laughs> make it as accurate as you can, guys. Yeah. So. <clears throat> oh, lovely Paul McGillian. Yep. He's so young. It, it's actually mad that he like won't be back for like another seven years as a mm-hmm. then he's come back as a different character it's like what yeah i was really pleased at how accurately they really pushed um uh, uh catherine's likeness in origins because yes i was like you, you're when, right when ellie gall was hired i was like she doesn't have dark hair and then i went and saw this episode i'm like oh wait okay there we go that works yeah you she's know? like a dark blonde the the nuggets of SG one sprinkled throughout Origins. There's there's mm-hmm. many of them, and and I I helped put a few of them in. The actress who plays um, just Catherine a light brag in, in uh, 1969 has yes. been in many episodes of Stargate. Um, I will say, you know, I don't like dislike her, but every time I saw her, I was always kind of thrown off. And I think every time mm. I revisit her, because I've seen her as so many other yeah, characters, it's Eli's like mom. Eli's mom. Yeah. I'm just yeah, like it mm. is Eli's mom. It just throws It's almost me off. kind of like a game. It's like a game of um, like a bingo or something, you know. How many oh, characters are in this episode? Oh, yeah. are we in this episode? 
Vancouver's but, um, only so big. I actually big. have. Sorry. Yeah. Vancouver's only so big. You know. That's true. That's um, true. It's it's but, grown immensely since. I'm pretty sure I have facial blindness, so I actually don't recognize characters unless I've seen them multiple times in the same oh. role. So it actually fools me most of the time. <laughs> so. And I have like the polar opposite of that, and it really gets me. So even a lot of people in the fandom now don't realize that this is Paul McGillian. Like they're like blown away when they realize mm-hmm. it's it's the same character, he's, not same he's character, a young same man. actor. Look how yeah. young and like he's always been pretty, but look how young and pretty he is. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Oh, like he's 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 clean shaven and like like really like nerdy and cute. Mm. While like as uh, as Doctor Beckett, he, he just had this um this older wiseness to him, you know. And he was fun I, and Scottish. Yeah, fun and Scottish. Can I just say? Apparently, this um pipe lighter that that Senior Langford is using um hasn't actually been patented for another two years. Oh, that's really cool. A heck of a transition there. I love that transition. Yeah, it's called a uh, a Nimrod pipe lighter. Nimrod pipe lighter. So it's a little early. Okay. Well, he does work for the government. Before it was made and patented. Jed Ted just said Eli's mom from SGU. Yeah. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Eli. Sounds like you're in an airplane. Wasn't she one of the people, one of the leaders on Jonas's she was. Um, home world as well? Ambassador Nora. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. He may still be alive. As a as a hopeless romantic, this is like a great episode because of how sweet it is and how sad it is. Yep. You know? And it's like never too late for love, you know? Yeah. I just, I always just think from like Ernest's point of view, how okay. awful it would have been to be so like disconnected on that planet. I just, I can't even think of the mental torment that he went through. Uh, I would personally um, have um, ended it sooner than, well, than yeah, waited all that time. What, like lasted about 50 years? Yeah, I think I would have made it like a good 10, 20 and then gone, now I'm done. Yeah. The likelihood of him being alive is minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I guess, one of the gripes with the episode is that the the planet just looks so desolate. Like, where is he getting food and water? And, right. and hostile. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We never see where he's been, where he's been eating, how he's mm. been eating. He has some weird fruit or something. He, oh, he that's right. He does. Daniel a yeah. piece of fruit. Yeah. He yeah. Does but like, where do you get that from? It looks awful. There. It's everything's, I doubt he cultivated anything. He it, Unless he managed to find some way of of doing so, yeah. it just has to grow. I, I'd local. say he lived, yeah, lived off the land. Um, so he got really he, lucky he does mention exploring yep. as far as he could walk, but yeah. Mm. Yep. This is so sweet. I love this this moment. He's like, mm. Mm, yes, we need to we need to talk. Yeah. Ah, oh, but Daniel's gonna Daniel. Yeah. I was supposed to show you any of this. Breaking. <laughs> I like how he doesn't care. For the truth. Uh, this she's, is what I would do. She's not going to tell anyone. No. We sold a set. We sold this set. Uh, in the oh, really? Works, uh-huh. Yeah. We sold that in the prop works auctions and they were complete. Is is that where you got the diary from? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, we put it in live auction one and I bid on it and I won it. 
Oh wow! So, I was going to say whether you had like special privileges and you well, I mean, I could I could have not listed it and just taken it, but you know mm. that's not going to happen. <laughs> so no, that would be it's wrong. not in the spirit of auctioning, Correct. really. Is it? <laughs> well, and I, I wanted I wanted fans to have a shot. You know, everything that I have mm. in my collection, if it's if it's one of a kind, um, uh, it, it either was already sold and I got it back, yeah. or there was a there were two of them made. Uh, for production, as all, almost always there is. So Yes. Here we go, Hammond's... Uh... I love how angry he is. It's really funny. Well, this is early Hammond, too. So. Yeah. And also, he has to he has to say these things. He has well, to be Jack able to document that he had this so. meeting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the meeting is so cute. Mm-hmm. With tilt. It's so sweet. <laughs> a slight little, like, head tilt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's the way that she just like appreciates like meeting she doesn't him question from another world. she doesn't judge she's just yeah like, she, she trusts yeah daniel. she she daniel probably told him everything about teal so so i i do wish that we had her back in more episodes so it, honestly the one thing that i really wanted first to on was to have more of her jed ted said maybe he learned to fish that's entirely possible yeah. yeah. Very true, because I mean the ocean was right there. He's a sharp it? guy. I mean, I He did have cables attached IQ. to the back of his suit. Yep. So and some of them Interesting. Made yeah, you could have used the cables. I actually really like that. Makes a sort of net rope thing. Oh, I love that they have a connection. Mm-hmm. Like they Yeah, I think this is previous. what threw me off as well, is that when I saw them like knowing each other and getting along, I was like, have I missed something? Yeah, the movie. <laughs> no, but they didn't even interact in the movie. Like but you know, Sam's Ka- not in the movie. That, that team was huge. So Yeah. And they had they had and that's the thing. she was working at the Pentagon at the time, so she wasn't on site. Yeah, and, so. and that's the thing. I, I it's I think I just expected because I didn't I realise how Stargate came to be. Yeah. Right. So I was like, what? No, I think I like that they have, they like, I like that they have a, a history that's off screen. Yep. <laughs> How cute. Only when it is appropriate. <laughs> Very cute. I think Hammond's starting to soften. He gets it. He's seen the future. I, I was going to say, yes. like, uh, I was talking to Jeff Golker, and he just f- finished season uh-huh. um, two the other day. Uh-huh. He, was, he was like, 96 and 9 is like my favorite episode. And I was like, oh boy. Oh, okay. good. Something I actually agree with him on. <laughs> it's a great yeah. show. We've, uh, we've had some chats on that, and I'm looking forward to hearing more thoughts. But that was his favorite so far from season two. I think his other yeah. favorite is Torment of Tantalus. And I was like, great taste, my man. Great taste. <laughs> Great Don't agree shot. on everything, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, having Catherine go through the gate is so magical because she deserves it. She deserves yep. the world. Absolutely. I do need to go watch Origins again because, like, my brain's kind of thrown now trying to remember all the... Yeah. Watch the movie really... version. It's very... It's it's much more satisfying. I've only watched it, I think, once. Uh, I watched... And I, I bought it on my Xbox Marketplace in this movie. So it was the fastest way to like get piece it. Piece of cake. So piece of cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Here's the probe. Yeah. This is one of those episodes that I, I love the idea of like being stuck in 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 bad in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Like like it, there's no enemies, there's no nothing. It, it's just yeah, the situation you're in is bad. Yeah. Yeah. These are my favorite episodes because it's just um, the the fear isn't that, that somebody's going to kill you. The fear is that you're not going to survive. It's the Karai Hall. Oh my god! Why would you say that? <laughs> Well, it is. It's nuts. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, I don't know is. if the if the goof happened right here, but somewhere uh, somewhere um, RDA steps on a rock in front of the Stargate that's quite obviously made of styrofoam. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be later on. Hello. <laughs> I love how mm-hmm. she walks out. It's like. be very uncomfortable i think to be i mean he would have to be pretty hardy this place does not look warm no it doesn't look warm didn't he say it was warm though it was quite humid oh maybe i don't remember King which is why he's always naked yeah naked we lost king curtis oh, it's been a few years now i was mm. gonna say he's yeah. not with us anymore is he no Let's see. So, do you guys think that the activation of the Stargate precipitated the collapse of the castle, or the castle was already collapsing? I think it really precipitated it. Aww. I was going to say, I, I do love contact. that they, they got there, and it just happens yeah. to a start all going to crap the day they get there. Yeah. I love it. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he passed away October 13th, 2002. Whoa. So it's been a while. Yeah. I Born was in four. 1923. Man. Yeah. I graduated in 2002. Me That's too. disturbing. Let's from not. High school. Let's not. Hello there. I love this reaction. Yes, it is great, isn't it? I was so excited to see that reunion when I was a kid that when it when it deflates, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> How do you recognize her? She's old. She, she looks so different. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes off. <laughs> just like a sassy little humph. <laughs> Maybe he's disappointed. She's not that young woman anymore. He's like, hold on a oh, second. Don't even... I always wondered, actually, if that was like, if they, if there was like, he recognized her, but he was kind of like, you're not my Catherine, you know? I always yeah. Because obviously when he, um, he sees could her take in it that head, way. Yeah. Yeah. He's... Yeah. So do you guys think that this castle was originally constructed more inland and yes. the cliffs have like eroded away over time? Because yeah. otherwise it seems like a pretty yeah. good spot for a, a group of, you know, four very intelligent alien races to put it you know, right on the edge of a cliff like that. We're, we I, I consider ourselves it. pretty intelligent. We put all, all signs of things near a cliff. Yeah, we, we, do, we do silly things. We actually so. have... We, we like have the eroding. view. Yeah, but, we but have But yes, there's going to be erosion. So. Yeah. I always found the architecture to be so weirdly inconsistent and consistent throughout the, the show for, like, everything. Mm. Uh, the walls here very much remind me of, like, you know, kind of, like, uh, the interior of gold spaceship wall yes. type things. Yeah, like it's, it's all ancient influence. It all comes yeah, from it, that. 
it's but like when you actually look at like Atlantis and the Asgard ships, it's like not very similar. It's a different in a era lot of ways for Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's but I also newer. found it weird when they have technology that's all like stone, uh huh, and and not the the, the funky cool stuff that because obviously yeah. a lot of the stuff came after Atlantis as well. So when I see devices that came after, I'm like, this just doesn't seem to like add up. This is where he slept. See that with what that weird yeah. ass fruit looks like a black bell pepper. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I was reading about this. Where did I see it? Yeah. So, um, there's actually a really awesome article on the companion by Karen Murray on the mythology of this episode. Um, and she basically theorized that, um, the Tantalus myth is acknowledged when Ernest offers Daniel this piece of fruit um, really? to eat it. Yeah. Because it's a reminder of um, Tantalus's punishment uh, for not being able to eat or drink, but it would probably also serve, um, I guess, uh, as a way to validify like Daniel's existence—that he's not just a figment of of Ernest's imagination; right. that he's actually there. Yep. Ah, oh, I like that. No, you don't. It's been a long time. Not anymore. That's another thing as well. You know, like time does change people. She's not the same young, naive woman she was. Yeah. There's your prop. Calendars. <laughs> there's there's more pages there. Um, yeah. For sure. I love how these guys just like instantly hit it off because they just have the same yeah. passion. Daniel Absolutely. hits it off with so many people. His chem- the chemistry he has with everyone is amazing. He's open. You know? Yeah. He's just he he just wants to take it all in, especially at this point in his. Yeah, life. by season nine and ten, he's a bit more impatient yep. and done. <laughs> Heliopolis, that's where we get the name for this for this planet. Many, yeah, many so it's uh, one of the most ancient Egyptian cities and the seat of worship for the sun god Ra. Yeah. Yep. Lockwatcher, King Curtis, Ra. also made his way into the Star Trek franchise and I even remember him from MASH, yes. Yes, he was an episode of MASH. I did look that one up. I remember the uh, Voyager episode that he was in. It's one of my favorites. So, I love the importance of this because, like, you know, the Abydos cartouche is what everyone's been working off. And mm, this is, like, yes. the first example of the Gould not being the origin of stuff. Yep. And next season oh, we get a new season. library of, of addresses. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah. At least he found a way to protect his mind from the loneliness. Yeah, I don't know how. Well, that's true. I, I meant he did. That. Yeah, I mean he did. Um, I'm not going to lie. His performance Catherine was there, but is so beautiful uh-huh. and haunting. It gets me every time. You can like kind of see the, the the sadness in his eyes when he talks about stuff. Yep. Mm. They're they're great together. Yeah. This whole conversation here is like just going to crush me. We didn't really get a conclusion on Ernest in the end, did we? Uh, he said, and later in uh, Daniel said later in this season, in there before the grace of God, you're supposed to be living happily ever yeah, after with um, Ernest. So yeah, yeah Ernest. but beyond beyond that, nope. Well, no, I'm assuming he just lived happily with her and then passed away nicely. Yep. So you know, yeah. What more could you ask? Mm. Yeah, 
so bad for him. Give him a break. Well, he 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 he's not getting it. He's he's still yeah. locked away in his mind, and she's yeah. she's upset. You know, he walked through that thing, and he didn't even leave her a note. No, that's true. He left her nothing. Well, in so. that uh, in that article that I was reading, um, the the author suggests that uh, Ernest believes the mental and physical torment that he underwent on this planet was punishment for his foolishness and risking his own life and leaving Catherine. Mm. So he yeah. probably thinks that um, you know she's she's forgiven him, um, even though it wasn't obviously her in the person that he was talking to. It was the imaginary version but you know he thinks they've they've moved past it and he's had this this horrible horrible life for what 50 years and you know it's at, at the point where you know he needs to move on and mm-hmm. yeah it's just not Live the way that he's got left her obviously yeah yeah i really do hate that like you know that there was kind of shame around this experiment that they instead of like mm. actively trying to do anything to help or tell people you know uh later on what happened they just decided to cover it up and try and bury it and I just, it just really upsets me that they do that instead of actively help this man. Well, they don't know what happened just, to him, but, you know. Yeah, why didn't they just tell Catherine the truth? Um, just had her dad done need goofed to know. and didn't want to admit it. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, she was part of the this. program to a certain extent. And yeah. you know, her father was involved. You would have thought he would have been, like, just on the sly, he's well, dead. Well, I want to say as well, it was, like, you know, 1940s. It still wasn't a great era to be a woman, so, Anthony you know. says, I found it baffling they never went back to the planet once they had Prometheus. That's a That's good true, because they could have gone yeah. by ship and, and seen if everything was still there. But to be honest, they didn't really need it anymore because they'd already made so many, um, so much progression with yeah. the races. They already knew who the races were, except the Furlings. I've mentioned a Sorry. little bit of this before, but I uh, I wrote a six-book novel treatment about returning to Heliopolis. Oh, really? Uh-huh. It's called Stargate Oblivion. That actually sounds really fascinating. Is it purchasable? No. Or is I, it just I, your it's own just, it's, it's a treatment. So, okay. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, um, you were about to say. I my Goodreads. Yep. So. I was going to say... Um, so Catherine suggests that Ernest didn't return home because of the broken DHD, but even if it was operational, do you think he would have known the return address for Earth? No. Yeah. Yeah. He could have studied so it the have, stars It wouldn't have done ages, him any good but... anyway. Yeah, he no, would have been lost. Yeah. They stumbled on on this this address. How did they happen to get this address and have it work, given that they hadn't made the calculations for Because it's, it's very close to Earth. Drift, yeah. Okay. I assume so. that, that would be the case, but I wasn't sure if it was just another situation of yeah. they, they just had to make excuses again. Yep. So did they use the map and just sort of eyeball the, the DHD? Yes, but not they saw the back of it. The front of it? Yeah. yeah. They got yeah. confirmation That's of its presence. <laughs> yeah, they didn't realize the damage. You I hope now they twice. I hope now they take the, the map and actually shove it right up in the DHD to make sure it's all better and good, you know? I love that they just did Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. This is a nice little continuation. Yeah. There's the ancient... I think I read somewhere that it was only supposed to be, it's only been six months since the Children of the Gods. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. The Ancient is, is, is like stacked like books in this, in this episode. Yeah. Isn't it like, you know, like not like that in the future. It's meant to be read like, yeah, from left to right, top to bottom. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's font substitution. That's all it is. I can, I can teach you how to read it. 
So oh. it's just English. Which one is the Knox and which one's the Furlong? I don't know. I think that that is Knox on the right there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But um, that is so cool. Mm. It really is it awesome. Still I kind of want up. a nightlight that does that. So apparently um, Daniel says that the holograms represent certain elements because of the number of electrons, which is uh-huh. apparently incorrect. Oh. Um, the number of protons determines the element. But I'm I'm not into chemistry, so. And I know nothing. So. Yeah. Um, also, he says that there was 90 elements in the periodic table. Um but there was actually 94 in 1945. Oh. But it could have been more of like a general sort of sweeping statement. He might not yeah, have been just up to nine, that. Yeah, like yeah. rounding, rounding. Yeah. yeah. How many are there now? We yeah, I was going to say, have we found any more? I don't actually know. I didn't look that bit up. <laughs> Shall I Google it? I'm doing it. Why not? Okay. 118. Oh, wow, I found seven more. I found My seven goodness. more, yeah. That's nuts. That's just nuts. Progress marches on. Well, I, I, hope we, I don't we think keep we'll ever more. finish figuring out the world. Yep. Oh, I, I watched a terrifying video. I can only describe it as cosmic horror, even though it was just science, um, about <laughs> the limits of what we can actually achieve in our entire existence as a species. And uh... it made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, mm, <laughs> I see we have limits. I like the idea that we don't have limitations and yeah. discovery is forever, but that's nah, not. <laughs> I think we do end up as energy. I think that's Oh, just, yeah, that's, that's th- that I don't mind. Oh, God. Mm. Being separated from your mortal coil. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, well, that's just life, isn't it? It's the idea that, like, uh, apparently with the way that, that stars are going and progressing throughout the universe because mm. of the Big mm. Bang, um, there's certain limits of how far we can actually travel, how much of the galaxy we can actually explore as a species um, before, you know, we reach, like, the limit. Mm. And I was yeah. like, mm. So they're talking about in the chat how the United Nations was founded in 1945, which is 100% correct. So, is it? Um, yeah. So um, Ernest basically suggests that this meeting place was like the United Nations, um, but the United Nations Charter was signed in June of 1945 and was reinforced in October. So Ernest must have either travelled through the Stargate between October and December, or he wouldn't have been familiar with that term. Um, the lovely Erica has just messaged me on Facebook privately to let me know which font is the Knox font. Um, and it is the one with all the little, like, um, triangle boomerang. Oh, interesting. Oh, Thank cool. you, Erica. Appreciate you. Of course Erica knows that. Which is Mama Knox. There we go. So I was wrong. That's okay. Well, to be fair, it's never confirmed on screen. Yes. That's true. You have to be a Knox to, to you know, know. And Erica is one, so. Unless the furling font appears in um, um, season six. I don't think it does. Maybe it does. We'll have to see. So. In several years when we get there. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Whenever the Stargate, like, they, whenever they try to dial it in a bad situation um, and it doesn't work, it gets me all excited. <laughs> 
because you know that you know everything's about to go real bad. You know? <laughs> See, I get a little thrill in Till Castle manually. Oh yeah, me too. Like 1969, I can't wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I love when this happens. I love um, solitudes when they're constantly trying. I love the noise that it makes. It kind of reminds me of when the Millennium Falcon doesn't want to start. And right. um, Harrison Ford's always having to whack it. Oh, that rock over there. Did you see the rock wiggling? It's like, that is yeah. that is not that Styrofoam. It's not a rock. Uh-huh. 100% styrofoam. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, Akosh said it appears guys, in Paradise in Lost. Thank you. There we go. Spank me, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> the we're all in deep doo-doo faces exactly <laughs> the Asgard Thor we just watched that yep say it I'm so excited to say it he's gonna say it There we go. My little so exciting. Thor was an alien? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another story. That's cute. Oh, uh, you know what? I said that, like, Catherine's, like, the one thing I wish they brought back in the show. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Ballard. My yes. dude with his giant aliens. Come yes, back. The, the giant, giant aliens. aliens. That just has a nice oh, ring to accent. it. <laughs> Dutch. I think he's Dutch. Yeah, I think you're watching this. I'm sorry um, for the spoiler. I won't point out what episode that is. You can find out. Oh, at this point, everyone, you know, is inside baseball on this one. Oh, Jeff said he might tune into this one. So I was like, I'll try and limit what I say. Well, that's, uh, um, (laughs) I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we need to put disclaimers. 100% spoilers. Yeah, it's the only way to go. That's basically <laughs> electrical <it is>. outlets. <laughs> they got one, but it doesn't have a plug socket. Yeah. The lines on the floor. Hmm. Big brain. Yeah. At least he had something to do while he was on this planet for oh, 30 yeah. years without God, he's correct. so smart. Yeah, and that would have helped keep him alive. Exactly. I would have gotten bored like a, from like my sense of pur- <laughs> Giving him a sense of purpose. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, so he, basically he's almost becoming Tantalus. Mm-hmm. That's the point, yeah. yeah? Yeah. He's getting sucked in. It's like Indy exactly. at the end he's trying getting- to grab uh, the... The cup He's of trying Christ. to grab something that's not within his grasp. Yep. Meaning of life stuff. Uh huh. So someone on Reddit called this episode the one with the naked geriatric and the meaning of life stuff. <laughs> we should play a game at some point where we try to um, hint at each other what episode we're talking about by giving it the absolute worst descriptors. Using the AI. <laughs> I, think, I, I think that'd be great. I think we're really funny. Man. Yeah. And this is the net. Once again, Daniel, Daniel has a piece of uh, technology that he needs to use. And he's like, okay, they're going to blow it up. 
One episode later. One we're episode back later. Here again. But exactly. at least they didn't make him shoot it this time, which I thought was really lame. And at least it didn't work. That thing is indestructible until it falls into the ocean. Correct. Had which you might not have. A, but, yeah. You know. We don't get clarification on that, do we? We just assume it's destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, we never go back. The Ben Franklin thing. Ben Franklin thing. I love that Jack's left field silliness comes in and helps. What I love is that both like SU1 and Atlantis both have, um, hey, we're going to use the electricity from the storm in order to save the day. Yeah, with the um, with well, the they reference hurricane. this episode in that episode. Yeah, right? when I watch it, when I'm always like, oh, what a great episode mm. you're referencing, and then doing your own kind of. Spin-off. You gotta love throwbacks, like yeah, mm. episodes that are connected to, to one another. Episode. It's great. Yeah, it's a good thing they bought all that cable. I do really love when, whenever, like, literally, when Stargate has these kind of not natural disaster moments, but you know, like when when it's nature that's coming for you, it's always really cool. Hmm. Mm. Like Atlantis has that cool volcano one, and it has the underwater one with the whales, and it's like, yeah. Here's the reference. Oh, he's. Oh yes. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Tell that to humanity. Hmm. And stupid. Please stop beating yourself up, my dude. Here we go. Yeah. Now that he's acknowledged it, now she's going to come the other part of the way to him. At least he still has his mind. Yeah. It would have been really yeah, shame if I they know. came to him That's and just... there was nothing left. It's just a miracle, really. Yeah. I like that he is the one who's got shoes. to convince him. Take this yeah, to the roof and don't shoes. get struck by lightning when you do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that that's there. Also, when you see the shot of the roof, I uh-huh. can myself a little bit. I'm like, Jesus, that is too high yeah. and wet. How did you do that? Listen, Visual listen effect. to Ernest. And there you go. Right, I say this all. I, yes. I mean, Knowledge he's got is a, not worth sharing. Still got a quest to try and save Sharae. I want to give a big thank you to all the people in history who did the brave thing of like basically sacrificing themselves for for learning things. But like, man, you know, they they gave up, you know, life and all these other things they could have discovered for those one for mm. that one big thing. I respect it. The ultimate sacrifice for knowledge. I'm glad that Daniel learns to be a bit selfish and, you know, go home. The scale of the helmet is a little wrong. It's very big. But um, it works. I think it's (laughs) courageous and stupid. So you're both right. It's both. It's heroic. has so much. Yeah. Ernest has so much perspective now. It's great. Uh huh. I always wonder if I'd be the kind of person to basically sacrifice myself for the greater good, you know? Because I always watch this stuff, and I'm always like, "Man, I, I think I'm, I'm, I just hide, <laughs> run away." 
don't be silly. It's not worth it, buddy. Yeah, this is this is real silly. It's like the it, mirror though. of Irised, man. Hmm. But yeah, Except he has to, he has to, there he goes. All right. That's it. Why didn't we see one of these again in like another, on another planet? Uh, the central why device? Four races, yeah. Why didn't the four races have like a backup meeting place? Because there there were millions didn't. of addresses. So um, I'm sure there are thousands of planets we've never found. Yeah, true. Yeah, let's go with that. Cool shot. It's a very yeah, cool shot. Yeah, a very cool shot. Oh, good old styrofoam. Uh, styrofoam rocks. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, the wormhole, everything, the drama. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great ending to an episode. It, I, I'm stressed, and I've already seen it so many times. <laughs> so stressful. Oh, oh. Power go. go, guys, go, run, run, run. Man, it'd be really crappy if this is the episode where the gate went all funny and spat them out in Antarctica. <laughs> like like they like they had like the worst day and they land in an even worse place. Gary Jones. Oh yeah, it's not gonna yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. And even if you did, you wouldn't want to send a human back through. No, you wouldn't. It's one of those episodes that I want to, like, go on forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been really good, like you said, if they were able to revisit the planet um, via mm. a ship. But I I'm guess sure that would almost be against the, like, the myth is is about trying to reach something that's out of your grasp so i guess if they revisited it then it would kind of go back on that man especially if it's destroyed there's no yeah. point. it's gone so. oh yeah yeah they'll, they'll just be really cagey when we talk to them and tell us that we belong <laughs> in, in our own time yeah. or we need to get out of their house or you know some such they're always cagey <laughs> Catherine hugged me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy family. I like these episodes. This one. It, it's pretend. so dramatic. It's, it's so fun. It gives you warm and fuzzies. Warm like, fuzzies. So good. You know? This yeah. show is chicken soup. It really chicken is. soup to the soul. I had so much chicken soup because I've been sick. I've been having <laughs> soup. My, my mum was like, here. Well, it's the cure all, right? That's yeah. the point. You know, it makes you feel good. Duncan Fraser as Professor Lang, Professor Langford, and Paul McGillian as young Ernest. The great Paul McGillian. A fantastic piece of writing. I love that episode. It's a good one. It's absolutely. I would say definitively like top ten episodes of Stargate ever. And you know what? And and I know we keep we keep bashing on about like not agreeing on stuff. This is mm-hmm. one we can definitely agree on is an absolute banger, you know. I don't um, know. You've given some pretty high scores so far to some pretty average episodes. That, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Uh, 
No, well, the thing is, I think season one overall has so many great episodes that are, like, mm-hmm. introducing things. It's such an mm-hmm. exciting season for me because I'm learning so much. This Fresh. is the foundation of all of the mythology for the show. Uh, Which is this, why I love along Lane. with the fifth race, they hang together. It's, it's yeah. laying so. down a lot of the laws. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Got to appreciate it for that. Absolutely. Plus, like, the acting was great. I loved that it went back in time. I love, like, the archival footage. 